Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Bulls Nation. Welcome in to CHGO Bulls postgame. Presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download their app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. God damn it! I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guys, Big Dave, Bow, BAWL Sports. Bow? Will to go Gottlieb. Will underscore Gottlieb. Our pal and producer, Joey Spathis. To hell with that! Um... On a quick, serious note, uh, while the Bulls were playing this game, Monday Night Football was also happening. Uh, Bulls, uh, Bills safety, Damar Hamlin, collapsed on the field, uh, was given CPR and rushed to a nearby hospital. We're still waiting on further updates, but just wanted to acknowledge that and send our best to him and his Bills teammates right now who are going through something that is way more serious and way more real than me being upset about a Bulls loss. I'm... Um, I'm at a loss on this loss, though, guys. I think I'm done. I'm done. 71. Eight rebounds. 11 assists. That's what you gave up to Donovan Mitchell. I don't know where to start. I kind of want to start. You know what? I'll, I'll start with giving him credit before I lay into the refs and that bullshit in the third. But 71 is 71, all right? That's utterly ridiculous. He could not miss late in that fourth quarter and definitely in that overtime. Couldn't miss anything. He was unbelievable with the way he played. He had 16 at the end of the first half, correct? Yep. 16 <clears throat> at the end of the first half. Ended up with 71, the most points scored on the Chicago Bulls ever. That record was held by Wilt Chamberlain. That's how long that's been. Wilt Chamberlain, 71, dog. I, wasn't, I saw some of the 70-point game, you know what I mean, by, by, by uh, Devin Booker. I've seen Jordan 69. I saw uh, 81 by Kobe. I've never been on that other side. You know what I'm saying? I've never been on the other side of that kind of thing. But, damn, 71, y'all, is 71. I'm going to get into the ref. We're going to get into all the other bullshit, how it happened. But 71? Is seventy fucking one? Damn. Will Chamberlain, Kobe Bryant, David Thompson, Elgin Baylor, David Robinson, Donovan Mitchell. 
Those are the six players in NBA history who have scored 71 or more points. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just crazy. Like, he outscored Michael Jordan's career high. He did. Um, I'm, yeah. It's just, yeah, you had a loss of Williams, too. I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't know what to say about yeah. that because so much had to happen in order for, for him to produce that, and we'll get into, I'm sure, some of it. Oh, he had help. He had some help, yeah, for help. sure. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, at the end of the day, if you just zoom out and look at that through, like, a historic lens, it is pretty incredible. It yeah. absolutely sucks that the Bulls are on the other side of it. Of Don't course, get me wrong. For sure. But that's NBA history right there. So, I mean, yeah, yeah that's, De- that's insane. Definitely historic and pretty unbelievable uh, sitting there watching it. He Once it got to that fourth – the ball was never taken out of his hands. Uh, the Bulls never made a way to get the ball out of his hands. When he did get it out of his hands, he was getting it over the wide-open shooters, which is how he ended up with 11 assists. Uh, the offensive rebounding, that was the other issue as well for the Chicago Bulls tonight. That was absolutely another game that they were just absolutely sad and ridiculous on that side of the ball. It, 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 was, it was upset. 13-6 to six was the offensive rebound. For the Bulls. 24 second chance points. You went into overtime because of offensive rebounding. That's why you went into overtime, was because of offensive rebounding. Donovan Mitchell did what he did. It was amazing. It was incredible. That game should have been done. That game should have been over. One rebound, you're done. You finish. You don't box out. You don't box out the shooter. He gets a clean run to the bucket, makes an unbelievable shot. Patrick Williams, we're looking at you. They did not box out. They didn't do a great job at all this evening on the rebounding tip as far as on the offensive side. And it felt like those offensive rebounds were coming in the fourth quarter and coming in the clutch. As soon as they miss it, they got another opportunity. Even the one when Caruso missed the layup and they came down, shot a three, missed it, they got the offensive rebound. He got up another three. They missed that one too. And Billy Donovan, angry as hell, called the timeout on the Bulls. Most angry I've ever seen Billy Donovan, period. Also got a tech as well. But 71, dude, is, is, is ridiculous. Absolutely, utterly, totally ridiculous. I'm in a really dark place right now. And um, you guys know that one of the few things that will always make me feel good is being right about stuff. Yeah. What did I tell you both before Donovan Mitchell stepped to that free throw line to take that pair of free throws? I said... He's going to make the first. He's going to miss the second on purpose. Mm -hmm. The Bulls are going to not get that rebound. The Cavs are going to tie this game. We're going to go to overtime. No, you said, oh, no. And then you said all that. And then the Bulls (laughs) And then it happened because, of course, it fucking did. God. (laughs) Also, somebody in the comments I saw pointed out, could have been a lane violation on Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. appeared to leave the free throw line before that ball hit the rim. He did. We're not going to call that. No. We will call back-to-back lane violations on the Bulls. Yeah. On Alex Caruso. Oh, my God. The referee. I'm sorry. You wanted to get in that before I even laid into the referees. Go ahead, Will. And I was just going to say, like, the Bulls even brought in Andre Drummond in that moment. Yeah. To, 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 right. <laughs> right. To box but out. box out. In, you have to know that game situation. Andre the shooter's going to miss Lucevich. the free throw on purpose because they have to get two more points. Correct. You have to box out the shooter who's at the free throw line. I'm an idiot, and I know that. 
What the hell? When we sat and we watched, sorry, wasn't sorry. that what we said in pregame? Did I not say Matt? Just don't hit me, Matt. I didn't yeah, hit you. My microphone hit you. It didn't. This mic blocked it. It's, it saved it. It saved it right there. It's all I'm right. Sorry. No, it's all right. I love you. I'm very You're upset. Angry. I, I get it, and I'm letting you have it, baby. But this mic blocked you. It's cool. You're fine. Um, but even in that game against the Knicks and uh, Dallas, when we saw Luca have that incredible, incredible game, how did they get to that point? Thank you, Joey. Luca misses the free throw on purpose. They don't box out the shooter. Shoot against the rebound. But at score. least, like, somebody tipped that, like, tried to grab it, got a hand yeah, on I, it. No, no, no. I'm just saying like, the shooter crazy. misses it, gets the rebound, scores, goes on to have this incredible, you know what I'm saying, game and highlight and things like that. You're right. It got tipped around and stuff like that. I'm just saying, again, that same situation. Somebody's having an incredible game, and nobody gets the shooter. Don't, Luka wasn't boxed out. Like, it's, it, it tipped around, but he wasn't boxed out. You got to uh, – we hear Stacey say that all the time. And like Matt says, he's, he's, he knows this. He's not an idiot, but he's going to say that. But he knows this. You're supposed to box out. That's the guy you're supposed to get in front of. Patrick Williams giving him half an arm and not getting his full body on him. And Donovan Mitchell went full balls to the wall to go get that basketball. He got it and scored and never missed another shot from that point forward. 71 points, dude. Damn. That's ridiculous. 71. And to do it in this kind of fashion, after you're coming off a loss to the same team who didn't have Garland, who didn't have Mobley, you're coming off a loss to them where, again, you get down to a final second, final possession, you fight back to that, and you lose that. All right, fine. Fine. You missed the shot, you lose it. Okay. In this one, with all the bullshit that happened, with all the trash that went on with those refs, all the calls that were missed, all the stupid shit that was going on, you still had the opportunity to walk out. We watched Ayo Sumo who hit two huge free throws. I watched Kobe White hit two huge free throws. Matt couldn't even watch it. I had to call it out just so he knew they went in. You had, in that situation... That's the ones you're supposed to walk away with and say, we faced adversity, but we still came out here with a W. No, no, no. You came out here with history tattooed across your ass. That's what you came out of here with this one, man. Donovan Mitchell, bro. 71, bro. History tattooed across your ass. That is, that's <laughs> hey, an all-timer man. for me. Hey, man. That's some bullshit. That is zero embellishment, by the way. Peck was face down on the ground, yeah. unwilling to watch the last, like, face down on the ground. He couldn't see it. He couldn't watch it, man. But he didn't need to watch it because he knew what was going to happen. He called it. If he you said, know a murder is about to happen, why would you willingly watch it? <laughs> Bulls are my team. I love them. Why would I watch the thing that I love get killed in front of my eyes when I can see it play out before it happens? And it sucks. Watch that crap. And even more sucks, even more because of how well they played, especially in that first half. They played well, defense on it, getting the rebound, shooting your shooting your threes, the rotations. <clears throat> Everybody was involved. I'm watching catch and shoot, Zach. I'm 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 having a good time. Me and Matt cracking the Joker too. And then the third quarter came around. The ref said, "Wait a minute, y'all happy?" 44 points for the Cavs in the third quarter. I'm pretty sure 43 of them came at the free throw line. <laughs> what the F was that? What the? Those refs, man. And it, I mean, it changed how the Bulls guarded Donovan in the clearly, fourth quarter. Clearly, you saw it. They weren't up on him anymore. 
As soon as they got, especially Caruso. Caruso's sixth foul was just some guy tripping over Caruso. <laughs> what the? I saw somebody in the comments say, man, those refs must have had some DraftKings action on the Cavs tonight. Man. Look, you try to not blame the refs and make them the story of the game, and you don't point the biggest and first finger at the refs. And our guy Mark K said the same thing in a tweet that I saw while I was doom scrolling as that OT was unfolding. <laughs> and they're right, and Mark is right. But good lord, yeah. that was some piss poor officiating. Piss poor. Remember, remember when Demar got fouled three times on one play and yeah. none of them got called. Remember, Vuz got called for a foul for a player running into him. He wasn't even setting a screen. The player just ran into him, and they called a foul. It was, it was so bad. It was just really truly bad. And I'm watching these because you know. We fair, Will, all right? We fair. We we love the Bulls and all that. But when we're watching the game, we're very fair. If it's a foul, we're like, okay, that's a foul. I don't like it. Fine, that's a foul. All right, all right, he did it. I'm sitting there watching these replays like where – what? and I felt like I was blind, like well, dumb. Like I felt like – I'm like, what am I, an idiot? Like I felt like a dummy. Like I'm like, do I not know basketball? What if I've been watching these fans all my life? I have no clue. But it was some of the worst officiating, probably the worst officiating I've seen, man. That was just – that was horrific, man. That was, and it took the fun out the game, Will. Like, I kept saying that. Like, it wasn't fun anymore after a while. Like, you just keep blowing the whistle every time he goes into the bucket. Every time you keep blowing the whistle, blowing the whistle, blowing the whistle. It's not fun anymore after that. And the two lane violations, look, the first one, you, you, you were like, yeah, he did that. The yes. second one? I didn't see the second one. The second one? But no. I, I, I want to just say something about the fouling because I, I agree with you. It's the easy thing to point to. Yeah. They had a ton of free throws, and it absolutely changed the way that the Bulls guarded him. I 100% agree with that. But he had 25 free throw attempts, 20 points at the line. Mm -hmm. He put up 71. Like, mm -hmm. I just I, – I get it. I agree. Same thing with the lane violation. Like, you're not going to get every call. It sucks that it happened to the Bulls last night where they didn't get the call. It sucks that it happened again tonight where there was a lane violation. It sucks even worse because you got two lane violations called against you. But, like, back to back. those just – I know the rule book says that the ball has to touch the rim before you enter. That's just never – ever gets called it's like carrying like they'll call right. it sometimes to make a point mm. but it's when the ball is released right that's when you're allowed to step in and so they're never going to call that like i'm sorry they're just not going to and i called it all the time when i was playing in my driveway as a kid and i missed the game winning exactly. free throw but so but, i got a do-over but my whole point that's the only time i've this, seen it called my my whole point with saying all of that <laughs> because again i agree it completely changed the outcome of the game this is like, this is not a problem with the referees. It's not a problem with how the Bulls were able to defend in the second half. It's a problem with this team just being not good. You can't give up 50 points in a second half to one guy and expect to win a game. You just can't. Mm -mm. Like, I just, I don't see how you can sit, blame the officials for a loss here or blame the officials for scoring 71. So much more went into it, and I think a lot of it was impacted by the officiating. But, like, let's not trick ourselves into believing that this just happened because of the officials. This is a lot of things, and the Bulls are – like you say this after bad losses all the time. It's not just one person. It's not just one missed box out. It's not just one lane violation. Everybody deserves some of the blame here. Sure. Yeah. Like, the refs were terrible. <laughs> However, the Bulls choked that game away. It's yes and. The Bulls yes. <laughs> led that game from 0-0 zero, zero yeah. until Donovan Mitchell tied that game after the missed free throw, and then they went to overtime. Right. 
They led wire to wire, including leading by as many as 21. Mm -hmm. I don't care about the damn officiating. You have to find a way to close that game. And then you go to OT, and what do you do? You abandon your offense and start jacking up threes. Mm -hmm. Because clearly that's this team's strong suit. There it is. You can see Casey Johnson tweeted this photo, this screen grab from the final tip-in. Look, I told you, came boxing with him. Well, you could see, though, look look at Mitchell's got – Basically two feet in the lane yeah. before the ball hit the rim. Yeah. Um, and so just back to the inconsistency of that call. but No, it's absolutely right and absolutely true. And, again, this is why when I started the show, was heaping the praise and telling what the Bulls did wrong. That's what you start with because that's where the problem lie. Like Will said, they dropped 50-plus on you without that. But I will not dismiss that bullshit we watched in the third quarter. Never. That, that was, that was horrific. Thick. I won't dismiss that. It wasn't the reason, but damn it, he, he, if, he's, if he's standing on the pedestal getting the first place trophy, he's standing on the refs. <laughs> he holding up the trophy. He won. 71, bro. That is incredible, and the Bulls are absolutely ridiculous for giving that up. And the fact that they weren't even double-teaming him after a while, I still don't understand. But By the way, man. they played their best defensive half of the season yes. in the first half. They held him to yes. 47 47. 47. Finished with what, 145? 145? <laughs> like, I, this is not just I a problem with the officials. It is not just a problem with the officials at all. At all. It is not just a problem with the officials at all. There is something deeper going on, and, I'm, and Will's going to dive into it for sure over this week, man. But, dude, yes, that was a horrible job by the Bulls, but them officials sucked ass. And even if, when Billy Donovan's getting texts, you're doing something wrong. Billy Donovan getting no text. You saw how angry that man was? Bullshit. I ain't never seen Billy like that. You, it was bullshit, bro. It was bullshit. Just call that what it is. It was bullshit. So they get that bullshit, and the Bulls defense gets that bullshit. And the Bulls defense gets more I mean, of a majority of it because they gave a 50-plus. Oh, uh, Ostis <laughs> Jr. in the comments. Back way, will you look at my meme that I made? What? <laughs> He's like, look no what I've done. Look what I've done. Uh, I thought that was good. Osis Jr. in the comments saying not forcing the ball out of Mitchell's hands, coaching malpractice. I mean, Dave, you were screaming it repeatedly in that second half. Like, get the ball out of Mitchell's hands. See, he's cooking. Make someone else beat you. You're watching him in the kitchen. You see him with the apron on and the chef hat. You see the spoon in his hand. You smell what's coming out that. And you're like, well, I don't know. No, you go get him the hell out the kitchen. You don't. (laughs) They just kept, and, and credit to the Cavs again. Kept recognizing this. Well, here, let's get this switch. Soon as I'm going to the bucket, the refs are giving me these calls. I'm going to the bucket. Yeah. Boom, that's what's going to happen. Every time. That's what he did. Every single time. And the only time he really didn't was when he took a three. And that's when the Alex Caruso thing occurred. Because that was on three free throws that they had called a foul on Derrick Jones Jr. For, for the three. And then the Alex Caruso thing continued. But, no, Donovan Mitchell did what you're supposed to do. If they're going to give me that, I'm going to take it. Every single time he took it, carried it from the third, and carried it into the fourth. Because by the fourth, he was ready to go. And that's why you, the free throws didn't matter then in that fourth quarter. Because that was the Donovan Mitchell show from the fourth quarter to overtime. And that is squarely on the Bulls right there, for sure. I see a lot of people in the comments asking about you know the Bulls' final play of regulation uh, that did not work. And that's why we went to OT and lost. We'll talk about that coming up uh, after this break and get to some of y'all's super chats uh, keep them super chats coming. Hit the thumbs up button while we share with you all some words from our friends and sponsors. And I'll try to whew. help. Um, you know what always cheers me up, guys? 
Me. Meat sticks. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Tonight's episode of Post Game <laughs> brought to you by Green Ridge Farm, a Chicago local meat and cheese company offering you a better all-natural option. Makers of all-natural deli meat, sausages, and their famous meat sticks, perfect for tailgating, happy hour, school lunches, and snacking away the pain. They're delicious, made from recipes generations in the making, and being all-natural, they deliver a fresh and flavorful alternative at snack time. Plus, with 16 grams of protein packed in every meat stick, they make the perfect post-workout snack. For all you New Year's resolution workouters out there in Vols Nation. That's a word? Sure. Okay. Going with it. Right. Did not get to the gym yesterday or today. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. It's oh. okay, though, because I did not make that resolution for myself. Okay. All right. <laughs> right now, when you order any three of Green Ridge Farms products on their website, GreenRidgeFarm.com, and add a pack of meat sticks to that order, your meat sticks will be free if you use promo code CHGO at checkout. One more time. That's GreenRidgeFarm.com. Put three of their products in your shopping cart. Three. Add a pack of meat sticks, mm -hmm. and those meat sticks will cost you $0, zero with promo code CHGO. Zero. You know what? <laughs> meat sticks. He needs a meat stick. I need a meat stick so bad right now. A hug and a meat stick and a beer <laughs> is what that man needs oh, right now. All of them. All of those things. You know, I'm glad this man over here to my left is back. Mm. I'm glad, too. Do you know how many times? I'm glad three. You know how many times I've talked about AG1 since he's been gone? Mm. Twice. What? Since he's been back, day one. <laughs> day one since day one. one. A one since day one. <laughs> 75, damn it. Not 71. 75. High quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, or superfoods, probiotics, and oh my God, that food dropped 71 on the Bulls with 11 assists and 8 rebounds. The adaptogens. To help you start your day right, that special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system. Energy recovery, focus, and aging, all the things you want to take care of, y'all. That is Athletic Greens. Costs you less than $3 a day. Investing in your health, and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit that you're trying to kick because I know you made that resolution at the beginning of the year. You're investing in that all-in-one nutritional insurance. It's vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, and it does all this while still tasting amazing. Will, can you speak on the AG1 and how it aided you in your trek across the world while you were gone, sir? Actually, the only thing I can say about AG1 today is that I'm sure Donovan Mitchell took his. Oh, I'll tell you what. I've been taking mine. <sighs> about a week and a half, I've been, I've been drinking AG1 every day. I haven't missed it a week and a half. How you feeling? The same. Awesomeness. <laughs> Until tonight. <laughs> to make it easy, though. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of that immune-supporting vitamin D and five of those free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bulls. That's athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bulls and take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance because it's Athletic Greens. You're going to scoop it. You're going to dump it. You're going to shake it. You're going to drink it. Do what you do, Will. I don't know. Feel it? That's what you do. Damn it. Dude. You're going to feel it. They broke Will, too. They broke Will. I they mean, broke them. We've been, them. We, we've been, you know, on the edge with this team before. I think a couple weeks ago, maybe right, right before I left, it was like the, the tide was starting to turn. People were starting to realize that this team is what it is. They, they are what their record says they are. Mm -hmm. And they, they tallied off a few good wins there after a few bad losses, 
I think, like, the anger meter for the collective had sort of subsided. But, like, I mean, this is just... How does this not put you right back there? Mm. To me, again, this is this is more than bad officiating. This is a bad team allowing a good player to have a great game. Like, I don't want to discredit what Donovan did. Like, there's something wrong with the Bulls. You gave up 100 points between the second half and overtime. They gave up a 21-point lead. 21-point lead, poof, gone. Gone. The refs had a hand in that 21-point lead evaporating. Mm -hmm. That third quarter came to a grinding halt. I swear to God, we were sitting there watching the third quarter from, like, Sunday, and now it's Tuesday. (laughs) The longest third quarter It was a 36-hour third quarter because it was free throw after free throw after free throw. Um, But going back to – I wanted to get back to this. Anthony in the comments said, are we going to talk about the DeRozan play at the end of regulation? Mm. Just like New Year's Eve – Bulls have one final chance to win a game. Mm-hmm. DeMar DeRozan takes a shot. DeMar DeRozan misses a shot. Bulls go to OT and lose. Yeah. Um, thoughts on that play, gentlemen? It was a tough shot that DeMar took. Didn't come close. Can we see it again? Do we have it somewhere? I don't know if I tweeted it out. It's not, not on the show. Probably in the uh, me, uh, Twitter timeline somewhere. Uh, I mean, it was contested, and he yeah. was fading away. And it, I think it was, like, just inside the three-point line. It, it was felt a like deep a three. two. Okay. Maybe it was a three. It felt like he was shooting a three. It felt like it. Yeah, it was It was a deep, deep, deep shot. And, yeah, that was – it reminded me of the Pacers game. That's the shot it reminded me of when I saw him shooting it. That was the first thing I thought of was the Pacers. Uh, and he didn't hit anything. He missed everything. And – yeah, again, it's DeMar DeRozan. And people want, you know, Zach Levine to, to have that, you know what I'm saying, draw that up for Zach. And, again, don't have a problem with Zach getting the final shot at all. But also don't have a problem with DeMar DeRozan getting the final shot at all either. Um, yeah, it was just – it missed yeah, yeah, everything, man. And that was tough. I just put because it after you gave up what you did to Donovan Mitchell, just missing that and then not hitting anything, it felt like the game was over for the Bulls right then and there. Like, when that happened, that game was done. Because I'm listening to Stacey, and rightfully so, he's telling them, shake it off. You know, you got five more minutes to get this W. And it's like, nah, bro, they, they checked out. Like, they were done. They checked out. Matt felt it. That's why he was walking around like he was. Like, it was like that. But I only kicked over one chair. Yeah, I'm proud of you. I was, I was asking, Will, should I give you the – bat and I was like maybe I shouldn't give him a weapon right now at least it's a nerf bat that's what I said I was like real bad but still I was like I don't think I should give him a weapon we was like yeah I don't think no I I still would have I still would (laughs) have abused that yeah just I just watched that replay again it's one of those plays where like you you don't have a lot of time to begin with right there's three seconds on the clock he catches the ball above he's got Jared Allen on him and the help comes like with one second to go. And mm-hmm. so it looks like a contested shot, but like you don't have time to pass it after that. Yeah, you could see the still right there. Of, yeah. Yeah, it's what? 1.1 1. 1 1. second? Four seconds. Yeah, like 1.4. Even if you do pass it, to, and there's, I mean, nobody is spotting up. Everybody's so, next to each other. Yeah, I mean, the spacing is broken. Yes. I have to imagine Zach probably didn't say anything about it. I have to imagine he's not thrilled. Right. Like this is now the second time in a row. That that's happened. Right. Um, again, Billy said it. We've said it. Like, last year, if those two DeMar shots don't go in, you're looking at a 42-win team. You're looking at a play-in team. Mm-hmm. And the vibes are just a lot different. And I think those are kind of – that's kind of what you're seeing that's right you're now seeing. from this team. You're yep. not getting carried by – I don't want to call it luck, but just, like, elite clutch time 
maybe unsustainable clutch time play. And it kind of sucks the air out of your sails. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, again, I don't think you can really put this on any one single play, whether it was a call or a defensive stand or a missed shot. Like, there's just so much wrong with everything right now. And Uh, I just, I want to see the forest you know, not just the trees. Mm. Shout out to our guy, Mark K, who's hanging out with us in the comments saying, we as fans shouldn't be complaining about the final shot and who takes it. It's missing the point. The game shouldn't have even been in that position. It's the exact same thing as the last game, mm-hmm. which is accurate. Accurate. Uh, I see Laura asking in the comments, I would like to ask again why Io fouled in the first place. I assume you mean Io committing that backcourt foul on Mitchell to yeah. put him at the free throw line. Logically speaking, that was the right play. Mm. When you are holding a three-point lead with less than 24 on the shot clock, especially even fewer than 24 seconds, as was the case here tonight, you foul them, put them on the line, so they can't tie it with a three. Right. Best they can do is either trim it to one again and try and keep going, you know, free throw trade-off. It's it's harder to do that. Or do what we saw Mitchell accomplish tonight, which was make the first free throw, intentionally miss the second, your team gets the offensive rebound and you get a bucket for a tie or the win. That is harder to do than just somebody gets open for a three. And that's why Io committed that foul. And I'm sure he was instructed to commit that foul and probably knew himself because I was a pretty bright young man and a bright basketball player that that was the right thing to do. And Cleveland had no timeouts. And that was the other reason for it too. So even if they got that, you know, if, if, if the, they miss and the Bulls get the rebound, you know, and they foul them, you know, they got to take it out, you know what I'm saying, and take it out from, from the Bulls' side of the court. So all that logic was going into that. I, I get it. But you weren't expecting him to move, make the move like he did and get that rebound and put it back in because you're supposed to be boxing out. And I know he was in the lane early. Yes, he was. But like Will said, no one thing lost this game. But you're supposed to box that man out right there. That's yeah, it. You are. You're supposed to box out the shooter. And that didn't occur. And we sitting here talking about a historic night in the NBA, one that we have never seen happen to the Chicago Bulls ever. It's what it is. Joey, Super Chats? I know we've got some. I uh, thought you just wanted me to uh, chime in. You, <laughs> you, you wanted my expertise. Take the mic, you know. <laughs> you throw some Super Chats up there, you are more than welcome yeah, to, bring us home. to no, I thought venting. I thought it was more of like, you know, we don't have anything else to say. Why don't you take us home and just, you know. Take dude, us home? Riff, I a, riff a little bit. <laughs> Can you take me home right now? Semi-Sonic? Closing time? Country Road? I know who I want There's my guy. Do. Okay. Was on the radio before Joe AK. Was born, but I'm glad he knows it. <laughs> I do. Of course, I know that song. Come on, that's Michael Scott makes it the. You know, that's it. The, did make an appearance in the office, so of course that's how you know. Oh, it. I know it for more stuff. <laughs> AK, sure. number one fan, AK, which is Shout what you will AK. not be referred to as. Playing defense is not predicated on infinite effort. If you continuously give up the offensive rebound, that has to be fixed first and foremost. Yep. I mean, you guys said it tonight. It's been a problem for couple games in a row, and it was, it was obvious enough that Pac was literally able to predict we, exactly what was going on. We were, <laughs> right. we were talking about it on postgame on New Year's Eve yeah. after the Bulls lost to the same Cavs team. The, it, I believe it was 15 offensive rebounds on Saturday night, Yeah, 13 more tonight. 
That was their fifth game in 10, in their last 10, when the Bulls gave up 20-plus second-chance points. Make that now six of their last 11. Because last I checked, and even before they went to OT, I I can't – I was too mad to watch overtime. He was. uh, But before they even went to OT, the Cavs (laughs) had 24 second-chance points tonight on another teen number of offensive rebounds. This trend is growing, and it's growing in the wrong direction, and I don't like it, and I don't know what this team is going to do differently about it. Yes, obviously, Pat not boxing out Mitchell on that last second free throw was the most egregious of the night, but again, it's a compiling issue Correct. that put the Bulls in that situation. Without a doubt. For the love of God, could somebody grab a damn rebound before I gouge my eyes out? He literally says this all the time. Go so, ahead, Joe. So this one's another interesting super chat for yes, a different reason. The guy on the left looks a lot like a young Kyle Korver. Mm-hmm. Oh, imagine that. Mm-hmm. I'm imagine not sure that. if this guy's got his directional orientation here? backwards or if <laughs> you must we've be just new never here. put the pieces together. You on must this. be new here. Welcome. It's usually, it's usually Goat, the guy on the right. That Did gets you see the, Korver uh, was trending on Twitter today? For what? Somebody Korver posted an old like heat check sequence of his when he was playing with Atlanta mm. when he scored 11 points in like 60 seconds or oh, something. Dude, I remember that. Oh, no, see, I remember C-Red that. Fred was tweeting about it. Of course oh, he was. Oh, yeah, he loved Korver. Because the Bulls didn't give Korver enough minutes. Yeah, I do remember him saying that a lot. One of many reasons why Tom Thibodeau <laughs> should be six feet under right now, you know, according to C-Red Fred. <laughs> that's, that's, that's aggressive. Yeah, we got that, another one. That's a little much. Oh. Uh, not my words. <laughs> Go ahead, Joey. Charles, 71 points, 71 hat throws. Yeah, we're somewhere near there. We're, we're uh, in double digits just for yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, for I sure. I tweeted earlier, There's there there was a hat graveyard going <laughs> on back there. There was just in memoriam to every hat that we have on the set. You. Yeah. Bucket hat. I'll feel better. Brave yeah. hats. Brave hats. Nope. No, uh, feel like shit. Turn it inside out. Another yeah. one from Usi says. Like black one better. You like. I just want to see what makes you feel better. That's all. Like David right. Kaplan said back <laughs> no. on 2018. <laughs> I can't. You can't. Go ahead. You're go. not allowed to wear that one. It's too funny. <laughs> Joey banned it. It's too funny. I can't I can't take my I can't focus. It's really funny. Like David Kaplan said back in 2018 when Clay went off on us, we should have knocked Donovan on his ass like the 90s Bulls would have. And then another one. Well, that would have been a flagrant two, clearly, the way that the rest were blowing the whistle tonight. Correct. No touching. Another from AK, the super fan, says, this loss is hard to swallow. Played well for a half, and then the foul calls and refs took us out of the game. Offensive rebounds and game situation did us in. This loss That's broke us. That's what I'm talking us. about, AK. You said exactly what the point I'm trying to make. They played well for a half. Mm-hmm. You don't win games playing well for a half. Correct. You don't win games fouling and giving up offensive rebounds and not executing in the clutch. It's just not going to happen. All facts. One half. Uh, here's another fresh uh, super chat from our guy McBaconator, who said one place stood out to me late in the game. Io had that corner three that he missed. Only bull around was Zach, and he sat and watched. Did not crash the boards to even attempt. Yeah, to I'm not rebound. gonna put nothing on that, bro. Well, uh, I mean, yes, one of several plays. Also, the Bulls don't offensive rebound. That's not a thing that this team does. Seriously, man. Gonna put that on, man. Uh, in another game with Demar Derozan, has a goes off, has a big scoring game. And the Bulls take that L. I believe what they're two and ten now, or three and nine, or something like that. When he scores over thirty for the yeah. Bulls, or something like that. I like, know it's at least three because yeah. he got a we got a victory when he had dropped forty two last week. Yeah, yeah. Did not get a victory when he scored forty four tonight. Jeez, no victory's coming, man. Quiet forty four. A quiet, a hush forty four. Almost got doubled up forty four. That seventy one was loud, <laughs> screaming at you. Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous, and and. 
it was, it's just so wild because it was just a weird tale of two halves. Like, you're sitting there watching it. Like, damn, this team is getting it together. Damn, they look like they got some sleep. Damn, they look rested. Okay, great. They look fired up to do it. Damn, maybe they and won't let they the same out. team that they just lost to beat them the next game. Correct. <laughs> preach, Will. Preach. There's just, uh, yeah, I just. Get them. I'm getting at a lot of my mentions right now, so I feel like I'm kind of taking it out on that. But, like, this is not just a bad moment or a lane violation or a bad couple calls. Like, this is just a broken team. A broken uh, mess. Is what it is Look, right now. W. Um in the comments saying, I don't know why you guys are even trying to dissect this game. The refs absolutely changed the game in the favor for Mitchell. Changed it, but we, they still had a chance talk, to win it. We talked it. about it. We yeah. talked about how that third this. quarter and Mitchell and all those fouls and all of it. It changed the game. Yeah. It did not decide the game in the favor of Cleveland. It did not. It did not. As I mean, this is about as close as I will come as a Bulls fan to blaming a loss on the refs. But they are still not at the top of the list because I refuse to ever put them at the top of the list. Yeah. Did the refs not box out on that last play? <laughs> Did the refs completely ha- let the wheels fall off their offense in overtime? Did the refs give up a 21-point lead? Did the refs give up 145 points? They went 0-5 from three in overtime, and those were their first five shots with threes. They were all threes. You don't shoot threes. You're bad at it. So we're going to go ahead and do it now. Like, nobody went to the bucket. The first points was a DeMar DeRozan mid-range shot. And that was after it was like 11 because Donovan Mitchell, again, was losing his damn mind. No, you gave up 71. It's everybody's fault. Just like when they gave up 150 points, it's everybody's fault. Everybody gets a fault on this, man. But God damn. That's a loss, bro. That's a tough one. I have a question. I, I, I genuinely don't know the answer to this. But, like, so everybody's tweeting about how this is a blatant lane violation by Donovan that allowed him to get the, the tip in. Like, his, his feet weren't the only ones in the lane. Is it, mm. Does it just apply? I'm genuinely wondering. Does it only apply to the shooter? And if so, why was Caruso called? Why was that different? Like, there's, there's 10 feet in the lane here boxing out. Mm-hmm. Before the ball touches the rim, I, j- I just don't understand. Is the rule the shooter is the one who can't be the one in the lane when the rest of the people are in the lane? Like but if they that's have the case, wait. why was Caruso called? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, we're, well, we're I, asking yeah. the same question. Yeah. I know, I just don't care. <laughs> we don't know, man. Because we if that's no. the case, then I think it, I mean, I think it's a really bad call. Yeah. But again, I'm just, I'm trying to not fixate on one play. Right, right. And right. it did, it, it probably does cost you the game, right? Like if Turns they, the if they, sure. If they get this rebound, they can't go to overtime. Game's Obviously, over. the game's over. Mm-hmm. I get that. But this is symbolic of everything that we've been talking about all year long. And that's what it is right there, that word, symbolic of it. That word right there. You know how last year we, we, we had a bunch of symbols last year on the positive side where we were like, oh, game winner, back-to-back, DeMar DeRozan, you know what I'm saying? New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. You could put your stamp on that. You know, watching uh, uh, we've had literally the opposite this year. That's what, that's the point I'm trying to make. Watching Lonzo throw those alley oops, watching him throw the, throw the pass down to Zach doing a 360 dunk. We we put we put our stamp on a lot of things. So far this year, we put our stamp on a lot of doo doo. <laughs> lot that's what you planted your flag in. A lot of trash and doo doo, man. And this is definitely at the top of the heap right here. Just planting your flag in that for this one, man. So yeah, it's it's been 
everything was great for you last year, going great, everything worked to the best, and now it ain't. Everything's working against you this year. Bad team right now, man. Oh, uh, we got to read a couple more ads right here, uh, and then we'll come back to wrap things up and take a look ahead at the bull schedule. They got Brooklyn on deck. Oh, great! In a couple of days, because oh, you know, just in case things game. just won their twelfth straight. Needed yeah, to get dicier. Is oh. it is it final? I saw they were up huge on the Spurs. Yeah. It's final. Yeah, winners of twelve straight are the one thirty nine, one hundred three. In case you're wondering, one thirty nine. Uh, while we're reading you guys these ads, please do us a huge favor that we would greatly appreciate and hit that thumbs up button. We got almost like 375 people watching live post game tonight. Appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out with us. Yes. Only 72 likes. Share your Get pain. those thumbs closer to that number of people watching live, and we will thank you for it. Yes. Big Dave. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, how, that's how I feel. I know, that's man. Right. Toss it! Yeah. Will, you want a hat? I'm good. You I would feel not, like you want to toss it. I would one. not want to be a hat. Tonight, <laughs> you want the bucket hat? Oh, <laughs> 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 is that how you tipped him? Yeah, ah, there it is. That one doesn't fly as well. Not much. You, you almost hit the light. Yeah, he almost hit the light there. And Somebody speaking. replied to my tweet that you got a lot of range, Peck. Hey, you got a good arm. Good arm. Hey, man. Oh, that's softball. All star. <laughs> Boom, right here. Gave up my minor league pitching career to talk about both basketball. That's, I made that up. Well, I'm going to talk about lighting, choice. damn it. I need to talk about comment and some lighting services going on because the Comment Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve and manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. No singing today. I'm upset. ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device and track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor and outdoor lighting and network lighting controls, making these projects even more cost efficient than ever before and also cost effective. That's comment.com slash powering biz. That's where you need to visit, y'all, and start saving money and energy. To start a project, contact them at 855-433-2700. For more information, email businessee at comed.com or public sector ee at comed.com. Tonight's episode of Postgame, of course, also brought to you by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings. Take advantage of their amazing offer with promo code CHGO when you sign up to put a $5 money line on any NBA game. And if that team wins, you get $150 in free bets. Plus, mm -hmm. everyone can combine multiple bets for boosted odds and bigger payouts with those DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Gentlemen, did we officially decide that uh, Donovan Mitchell earned his honors as king of the game tonight despite wearing the wrong jersey? Yeah, I thought Tony Robinson was going to get it. but uh, Tony yeah, Brothers for sure gets second place, second place in the okay. king of All the right. game. But Donovan, uh, hey, 71, dog. 20 of 25. Yeah, this is the stuff wait. Will's talking about. <laughs> 20, of 20 of 25 field goals. Uh, would you also shots. 20 of 25 from the free throw line? Oh, I'm pretty that, sure he also, like, was... No, he was 22 of 34 from the field. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. So, so, oh, th Joey, those were okay. his free throws. 
Oh, right? Joey, that was his free throws, Joey. Okay. 20, of, 20 of 25 free throws. Free throws. Okay. Yes. 22 of 34 from okay. the what field. What did it say? Did it not? Oh, sorry. It my bad. Field, my bad. It said FG. Field goal. Yes. yes. My fault. I appreciate you putting the free throw attempts on there. Yeah. To free further throws. enrage Bulls fans. Yes. Correct. The, the petty levels are not In case you didn't remember how many well, free throws that was he the important tonight. stat that deserved to be up there. It, was, it is important. It's up there. Man, 25. But still, 22 of 34 is ridiculous. And also, 7 of 15 from the three point line. Let's toss that in there as well. 46%. But he at one point was like 3 of 10. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he just hit four in a row in overtime. Ridiculous. So, like, again, that wasn't even what was – it wasn't just like an incredibly hot three-point shooting night. Like, he was just doing everything. I feel you. That's hot, though, in overtime. When you, yeah, when you don't sure. miss, that's sure. hot, bro. That's hot. Scorching. And 11 assists, like you just said. Yes. And eight rebounds. He was everywhere, man. He Yikes. did it all. I, I believe this is just the second time – this season that we've given a non-Bulls player the king of the game. We did it for Booker when he, he dropped 50. He uh, 71, hard to not give that person king of the game. I hate it. I hate it very much. But you know what I don't hate? What's that? Making bets on NBA action at DraftKings. Well done, Matt. Promo code CHGO. You know what, Joey? What, Big Dave? They never understood, Joey. They never understood. They never got it. Ever. They ain't get it. Ever, ever. Why, Joey? Why? <laughs> why are these sunglasses so damn expensive? Goat is like, the hell are you guys talking right, about? Right. He's like, he's like, I ain't hitting this you know? one. <laughs> Shady um, Rays. It's like, Will. No, it's like nothing ever changed. I don't oh, miss any time at all. Shady Rays, Will. The Rays are shady, Will. And they don't understand why you got to pay so much money to get some cool shades. Why? So Shady Rays set out to change that. They said we're going to give you those premium polarized shades for you from that world-class optical clarity, sustainable durability, and styles catered to everyone in every lifestyle. Attack. Come on with it, go! The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all the eyewear that I call them that peg lost and broken replacements play. I'm laughing because I didn't know what's about to happen. <laughs> they say your glasses are on these multiple hats that he's throwing right here. Yeah, day one. Shady Rays will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Even though they might ask a question of why Matt Peck continues to get new Shady Rays glasses because he keeps breaking them. Oh, Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. That, ladies and gentlemen, is awesome. So exclusive for our listeners out there, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use the code CHGO to get yourself 50% off of two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's about one. Get one free. What they call that, Matt Pay? BOGO. That is a BOGO for the Lolo. A 54 For sure. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades. Because the Shady Rays with the Rays are oh so damn shady. Mm. Why they call me Osis in the comments saying Donaghy was out there with Tony Brothers tonight. <laughs> Man, you know he was betting on that game. My goodness. Man. <laughs> Penny773. Bro, I had Donovan Mitchell under 70.5 points tonight. Bulls let me down. <laughs> he just barely eclipsed it. He was right there. Oh, my God. He was right there, dog. Oh, bet the house on it. He was right there. There's no way. And it was funny because before this game, I think – I can't remember who was – I was speaking to Sean, Sean Anderson, uh, CSGO White Sox. And he was like, hey, uh, what's going to happen tonight, man? I was like, "Mm, I don't don't think the Bulls pulling this one out. (laughs) 
And he was like, well, why? He was like, I was like, well, Donovan Mitchell had a bad game, man. I think he's going to go off. And Will was like, yeah, <laughs> like, I think he's going to have that game. But I don't think we had in our minds 71 points. I thought he would have a good game. I didn't know it was going to be 71. And almost had a 71-point triple-double, which is wild, all right? Incredible game, man. That's incredible. Yeah, nearly one-upping the Lucas 60 points. Yes. <laughs> Come on, I mean, dog. Like, oh, man. It dude. is, like, as much as it stings to have it done to you, what Donovan Mitchell did tonight was special. It was. Some of it, a lot of it, came at the free throw line. And, obviously, Bulls fans are are justified in their frustration with the officiating crew tonight. But – we have seen some just insane performances this NBA season. Yeah. That all you could do is just, you know, your jaw drops and take it in, enjoy it. Clearly not enjoying this. But, man, like the talent in the NBA right now, stupid. Uh, number 17 asked the question that I was thinking. Can the Bulls bounce back? Can well, they bounce back? I don't know if they can. Time. I don't know if they can. I'm dragging balls. I sure as shit can't. That broke me. I am, I am in shambles <laughs> right now, guys. Oh, man. We're going to show up uh, in, in 48 hours, and we're going to try this again. And you know what? They probably will. Against the Brooklyn Nets, who the Bulls did beat earlier this season. That was a different Nets team. They were dealing with other things. They were missing certain players. Ben Simmons, in his own weird way, has started to look quasi-serviceable again. Kyrie is, as much as I hate it, balling out right now. He had a tip dunk today. Kevin Durant might be balding aggressively, but he can still play real good basketballs. <sighs> Every time you think this Bulls team is dead, though, they do something like a miraculous double-digit fourth-quarter comeback against the Bucks and win. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't know what team-building exercise they got to do tonight, but they need, it's time to go to that playbook and pull that joker out, okay? Because, man, that's tough. You, if, if Matt taking it this hard, imagine playing in it. You know what I'm saying? Imagine having to deal with this on they the They need floor. to have some sort of, like, locker room trash can fire thing where they're all burning some sort of bad omen like it, it's Gordon it's, Bombay it's distraction a, in a fire in a barrel remember it's, it's, the Titans is that what you're doing sure Ted Lasso there's a lot too. of there's a lot of examples but it's like there's something hanging over this team and it's like tonight was yeah it felt like I mean it's crazy because there's been for me it's like there's been multiple games like I, where I could point to and say wow that was rock bottom like Knicks blowout at home and then you follow that one up with the 150 to the Timberwolves the and now this one like the magic yep. the rockets the rockets there are so many times that we get on here and we say like man Things that was different. it like that I mean the team uh, I don't know <laughs> credit to the Bulls because they at least show some resilience but this is exactly what I'm talking about like this this doesn't just happen to good teams. Yes, correct. Absolutely right. This just doesn't happen to good teams. He was right. <laughs> they are who we thought they were. You do this from now on, by the way. <laughs> but I kind of do think, like, going back to the Rockets, like, they put together a few wins and they go and lose to the Rockets. Mm -hmm. They put together a, a terrible loss to the Magic. Then they go out and beat the Celtics and the Bucks. Like, right. I just, I just kind of feel like it wouldn't surprise me. That they go win this game. If they beat yeah. them, and then you like kind of convince yourself, oh, it's, you know, it's it's different now. No. It's different. It's not. No, they got to pull out more wins than one. It's not different. Yeah. They got a lot I to mean, work on, man. You're 16 and 21 with that loss. Let's see. You're on the outside looking in at the 7 to 10 play in range. Mm -hmm. There are some teams ahead of the Bulls in the Eastern standings that have their own issues. 
for sure, mm-hmm. and aren't teams that you think are skyrocketing towards the top. Like the Wizards have put together a string of really you know nice wins recently. Gafford, uh, starting line. There you go, Boom. your boy Daniel Gafford. The Wizards have reeled off five straight wins. They're a half a game ahead of the Bulls at seventeen and twenty-one after six and tonight. one since Gafford's been in the starting lineup. Atlanta, do the Bulls have? They're a falling apart. Nate McMillan is about to either yeah, resign yes, or get fired. Uh, Miami has all kinds of injuries and all kinds of problems. The Knicks, nobody believes in the Knicks. They're 20 and 18. They could finish with 20 yeah. wins at the end of the season, and I'd believe that. Just blew out the uh, Suns today, though. Yeah. Definitely. Well, uh, the Suns are clearly a mess without yeah, Booker. They're really, that team, bro. wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, respect to Devin Booker. That's yeah. one of those, oh, you realize how important a dude is when you seriously, don't have him. Seriously. No, seriously. Great point. Yeah. Because one of those arguments that were occurring about Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Yeah. Yeah, right? It's, it's Booker. So we're still not quite to the halfway point of this 82-game regular season. The Bulls are a half game out of the play-in tournament. This isn't over, but damn, after tonight, I feel about as broken as I've felt all season. Yeah. Well, Manuel Rios with the super chat. There it is. Huh. I don't know what to do, guys. Wow. When is Wheel. it time to say enough is enough? Right. When is it time now. to say, sorry, Matt, don't be mad, blow it up? When is it time? There's a couple people who feel it's time. And it's going around that it's time. And again, you got to be careful and specific about what you mean when you say blow it up. Yeah. Do you mean tank to blow it up? Do you mean just bring in, retool, bring in new players? Like, I mean, I, so specific. Will and I were talking about this a little bit before pregame tonight because mm-hmm. he, you know, first time catching up. Person to person says he returned, and he was like, so where, where are you right now? And I was like, <laughs> But what where I said was, you? okay, Bulls phones are going to be ringing because every other team around the league is probably thinking, oh, that, that team the looks like they are, are circling. going to be looking to blow sure. some stuff up or at least make some moves. Yeah. So as far as your, your big three of DeMar, Zach, Vooch, and then other pieces you have on your roster that could be valuable in trades because people want them, whether it be a vet who's trusted and would be big for somebody in the playoffs like Caruso, or a young guy who might need the whole change of scenery thing like Patrick Williams, and I hate even saying that. But listen to the offers. Listen to every single one of them. Make good, judgmental decisions based on what you think this roster can be with certain pieces still here and what it needs Mm. and what those offers are. But, yeah, I – at this point, you would be foolish not to consider trading multiple pieces of this roster before the deadline because this ain't going nowhere. Hey, by the way, every time DeMar comes out and puts up 42 in a loss, like that's he's just driving up the stock. Like you're, he's, still, he's still having a year of, on that caliber, and that's, like, you know, that's, some, that's, a, that's a bright spot in terms of the blow it up, team blow it up because you're, it's, yeah. that's where my 42 points tonight. Um, Look, just to point this out for the sake of clarity, Jeprock saying, I'd blow it up for draft compensation. Bulls have no draft capital. That's not true. It seems like so many Bulls fans are like, because of the Vooch trade and then DeMar think that this this team's draft cupboard is bare. It's not. You owe one more to Orlando, which is top four protected in the 2023 draft. You owe one... Two years after that to San Antonio from the DeMar signing trade. Which is top you, 10 protected. Which is top 10 protected. You got one incoming from Portland, you, and then you have your own in that sandwich year. The draft cupboard is not bare. However, if the Bulls want to go the draft capital route and they do actually blow this up, okay. 
just be if that's what you're voting for you need to still be okay with voting for that on draft lottery night when the bulls land fifth or sixth or a very familiar number for us don't say seventh he said it he said it and you don't get your pick and you tanked for nothing Mm. because that's something that i am still not on board with oh it's tough for me it's like what are you look at the possible outcomes right now and i think giving the magic the fifth pick is like everybody's nightmare scenario well that's the price you pay for going out and getting booch that's like the deal is done there's nothing you can do about it right so understanding that is it better to give up the fifth pick and stay the course with this group that is clearly broken or give up the fifth pick and try to get yourself out of this hole that you're in. Mm-hmm. Or give up the seventh pick mm-hmm. and try to get this get yourself out of this hole. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people are scared of another rebuild because of how poorly the last one went. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be that. Look at what the Magic have done. They got a ton of picks for Vooch and Aaron Gordon. They sold their guys. They got some good players. They took on Markel Fultz, who's been really good. Uh, they drafted well. They got Franz Wagner and Jalen like Jalen Suggs. Things don't have to be as terrible as they went for the Bulls. That was a particularly bad execution of a rebuild. It doesn't necessarily have to be that way. So I think that's worth noting. And the other thing is like, yeah, I mean, do you just do you want to just keep being this version of yourself to, of yourself in hopes that you don't give up a higher pick? Like you have to do what's right for your team, your trajectory. And like at this point, something needs to change. I think we can all agree on that. Whether it's blowing it all up, whether it's trading one of the big three, I'm not really sure what you can get for Vooch at this point, but like Zach or Damar, um, something definitely needs to change. I'm not sure what it is. The, the one thing that I would caution against is like blow it up at all costs. And I, I think that is a really dangerous outlook because that's when you make bad decisions that, you put, that continue to dig that hole deeper, mm. that put you in an even worse position. That's the last thing you want to do. So if you're going to do it, you know, you got to be careful. I think that's why we're waiting and seeing. There are going to be a lot of teams that think they're good this year and mm-hmm. that want to, you know, get that one more piece that puts them over the top. Yeah. Not too many teams that are selling at this point. Right. So maybe that, you know, ups the value of some of your guys. Who knows? Um, I, I get I get the weight. But I think at this point, after a loss like this, after you've already had, to Joey's point, the 150 to Minnesota – the Magic game, the Knicks game, the Rockets game. Like, I mean, at this point, you have more of those terrible losses than you do good wins. Mm-hmm. And you just have to look yourself in the mirror and, and see who you are. That this stuff doesn't just, like, the basketball gods are not out to get the Bulls. The officials had some bad calls tonight. They're not out to get the Bulls. Like, this team is just not good enough. Uh, Charles in the comments, a couple more comments, then we'll get out of here, saying, roll the dice for Wemby. He's crazy good. And I know Charles is not alone in thinking that. Uh, G, uh, Davia, meanwhile, saying, guys, it's hard to tank in the NBA. You almost have to throw games. That's the other part of this. If the Bulls want to even sell off everything Mm. and tank towards the bottom, tank for Wemby, you got to actually tank. And the league is doing everything they can to try to punish that and de-incentivize that. Also, just take a look at what you got right now. Hornets, 10 wins. Detroit, 10 wins. Spurs, 12 wins and tanking beautifully. Yes, they are. Rockets, 10 wins. You have faith that the Bulls can out-tank that 
four-team group. They're not that far off. But they got experience. <laughs> That's what they do. They tank. Right. I but agree. Again, I, do I agree, but, you, but you, you think about it like it's like – it seems like it's this team that's pivoting from a from a full on competitive standpoint. But if you go off and sell them, and this isn't this is just you know playing devil's advocate, mm-hmm. you go off and sell a bunch of advocates. You're you're right there with those guys. Like if you know tomorrow they trade Vooch and Demar, and they don't you know they're not starting off with ten more wins than these bottom teams. They're they're right no, there. See, but we Bulls fan, we we tried this before, and we watched them win seven games. So I'm in not a row. saying that's the right. No, right I'm just play. saying that yeah. we're just still scarred right, with from the, that. With the we Bulls, saw, we with saw the Bulls stuff like luck. that go down yeah. in the curb, bro. Right, right. But I'm just saying, like, they're it's not like they are anywhere close to comp- contention or like it's that they're that far off from the bottom four. Yeah. They're, they're the other, floating. The other, that's not good. The other way I think you have to look at it is not like we have this chance to keep our pick. I think that's more if the if it happens, great. But to me, it's kind of a sunk cost. Yeah, you've said this before. Sunk I cost. think you have to you have to treat it like I'm doing something to position myself better for the future. This team doesn't have a future right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to move some some of the pieces around and try to get myself in a better position. If by doing that, we end up keeping our pick, great. But like if we can get ourselves in a better path while also picking up some assets and cleaning up our cap space so that we can maybe make some moves a couple years down the line, I think that's the better approach rather than we need to do everything we can to keep our pick because I think the, the odds of that are pretty low. I mean, yeah, very it's, slow. it's, yeah. it's more about how do you set the, you know, get yourself on the right path. Uh, our guy Connor in the comments pointing out that all those teams that are currently successfully tanking, uh, the bulls would have the tanking tiebreaker over those teams because they beat us. <laughs> they beat them. Except for Detroit. That is accurate. That is accurate. Yes, it is. Um, Mark is going to finish us out with the comments tonight saying, I don't know how the Bulls can keep finding new low points in this season and still think this is fixable. And on top of that, the other thing that doesn't make this fixable to me, as much as we miss him, is hoping that at some point Lonzo's coming back. Because with every update with Lonzo that's like, hey, he's making progress, he can kind of jump while shooting on a court now. He can't run. Can't play 5 of 5 Nowhere close to that. Even Lonzo coming back can't fix the brokenness of this team, I don't think. And that is what's fascinating to me is starting now, starting 2023 with a loss, through the next month or so as you get closer to that February trade deadline, what on earth are Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley thinking? Yeah. And what are they planning? Yeah. Because the continuity plan that we were sold this past offseason, kaput, done broken not working Uh uh-uh so what's plan b that's the question right now we're gonna definitely find out we're gonna find out after i throw one more hat and there it is actually probably several more hats actually that was we're not getting the answer to that question tomorrow that was my favorite one because that one was falling off your head and you weak back and caught that it and still tossed it and threw that further than any hat that's over there right now it's impressive man. i I thought you just threw your phone (laughs) when you put it down like that I've Don't trained give myself. It's like second nature. My brain, if I'm holding this, never throw. Never throw? Never throw. Throw a hat, kick a chair. <laughs> Slam a child. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, thank Punch you, everybody. I know this was a tough night for, for Bulls fans, um, but that's why we are here for each other uh, for nights like this, in addition to the nights that are more fun. Uh, Hit that thumbs up button if you haven't already before you head out of here. And, of course, 
Make sure you're subscribed to our CHGO Sports YouTube channel if you aren't already so that you can get alerts anytime we go live on a pregame, a postgame, or all of our other amazing CHGO Sports shows. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. Joey is at Joyce Bathis. Follow that, man. Will is Will underscore Godley. Big Dave Bow, BAWL Sports on Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Uh, Bulls HQ pod dropping tomorrow, Mr. Goat. Yes, sir. With our guy, Mark K. So look for that in your podcast feeds. And then we will be back on Wednesday for pregame before Bulls Nets. Ooh. Oh, dear God. Oh, Lord. For Joey, Will, Big Dave, everybody at CHGO, I'm Peck. Um, Damar, hope you're okay. Not our Damar, Buffalo Bills Damar. Right. Hope you're okay. We'll talk to you all soon. See you right. Be good.